the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. They're starving the kitties. That's right, and it's time for America to wake up. Kids in college and on campuses are dropping like flies because they're hungry. How do we know? Well, Bernie Sanders tweeted it out. Here's the tweet from Bernie. Nearly half our college students are going hungry. The top 25 hedge fund managers, on average, get $850 million a year each. Wall Street's greed wrecked the hopes and futures of an entire generation, so we will tax Wall Street to cancel all student debt, do student debt, and offer college for all. Yeah, that's right. It's the hedge fund manager's fault. So if your kid or grandkid comes home for Christmas looking like he went to the University of Bangladesh, you'll know who to blame. Some colleges are trying to put an end to the uh, hunger, including uh, Portland. Uh, no, where is this? This is uh, this is a, a report from the New York Times. It says tuition or dinner. Nearly half of college students surveyed in a new report are going hungry. That came out in May, and there are other places where they're offering. They want. Uh, People to give $7 a day to feed a college kid. Uh, $49 will feed a kid for a week. Are you ready for this? This is what's happening. Um, at uh, Manor College in suburban Philadelphia, you can uh, pack a double whammy, it says here. You can help both the hungry students and the campus bird feed program. Portland Community College is seeking to raise $50,000 on Giving Tuesday. I think today is Giving Tuesday uh, for its food pantries. They say that two of three Portland Community College uh, students have faced food insecurity. And something called the Hope Center for College Community Injustice, according to their most recent report this past April, 45% of college students were food insecure in the prior 30 days. This really bothers me because I know how well I uh, ate in, in when I was in college. We had gourmet meals every night, and I think Tuesday night was Clams Casino Night. Anyway, uh, that's the end of that. Serious stuff when we come back. Google taking 300 ads down from Donald Trump. We're going to talk to the guy who wants to put an end to this stupidity. And he's a liberal Democrat, and he hates this stuff. Stick around. We'll be right back. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com Haul packages for a living? A gas-powered Mercedes-Benz Sprinter delivers. Transport people? A Sprinter van with 0% financing is a five-star idea. If food delivery is your thing, then a gas Sprinter caters to you. And if you're a general contractor, the Sprinter with 0% financing nails it. With innovation, safety, and technology, Sprinter is built for you. And it's built for your bottom line with 0% financing. The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, starting at just $33,790. And for a limited time with IRS Section 179, you could be eligible for up to a $25,000 tax deduction. 
gas engine, 0% financing, and a possible tax deduction? Now that's a Sprinter that delivers. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, tax, the title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep. The options, bond availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Only valid on 2018 or 2019 Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Vans, excluding cap chassis. Qualified commercial customers only. Financing offer valid through January 2nd, 2020. Consult your tax advisor. For more information, limits may apply. Visit mbvans.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you have brain fog and lack of energy during the day? If so, take back your vitality and clarity with all-natural Cola Gel. Newly discovered jellyfish collagen peptides that aids with brain and memory support. Cola Gel is all-natural with no side effects. Edible jellyfish collagen uniquely supplies the body with multiple collagen peptides and naturally occurring minerals that fuels our cellular system with energy-rich compounds. Jellyfish collagen is a nutritive formula that promotes optimum neurological activity and improves cognitive memory. Receive your first bottle free plus shipping by visiting longevitybynature.biz and enter promo code COLAGEL. That's longevitybynature.biz and enter promo code COLAGEL. K-O-L-L-A-J-E-L-L. Get your first bottle free plus shipping by visiting longevitybynature.biz, promo code COLAGEL. Eliminate brain fog and lack of energy with COLAGEL at longevitybynature.biz. That's longevitybynature.biz. As we enter this holiday season, we've stopped to reflect on what we're grateful for. This is Greg Trzinski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, we're grateful for you, our loyal customers. With your support, more than half of our business comes from repeat customers and referrals. And we have been hometown-made for nearly 30 years. So thank you. We look forward to building new relationships and providing the high quality and great value that you've come to expect from the Original Mattress Factory. We wish you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season and a wonderful new year. Here at the Original Mattress Factory, we want to know, is it better to give or to receive? This holiday season, one local winner won't have to choose. In the spirit of the season, we will be giving away a queen-size orthopedic luxury firm mattress set to a local winner and providing another set to be donated to a nearby charity. Visit any Original Mattress Factory location by December 18th to enter and for all official rules. No purchase is necessary to win, but eligibility restrictions do apply. We wish you and your family a holiday season that's filled with cheer and goodwill. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, imagine the reaction from Democrats if they found out that YouTube was not running their ads. They'd want to know why, and they'd want to know what they could do about it. Well, there's a report that YouTube has taken down over 300 Trump ads, and it's probably a preview of what's to come from now until next November. Nobody knows more about the influence that Google and YouTube can have on an election than Dr. Robert Epstein. He's the senior psychologist at the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology, and he's been warning about this for a a long time now. Dr. Epstein, thanks for being here. Uh, it's my pleasure. So this, uh, I thought of you immediately because I, when I saw this story that uh, 300-plus Trump ads were taken down by Google and YouTube. Uh, and um, I just, just first of all, just your reaction to this story. Is this, is this uh, in your purview here? Is this what you're dealing with? And is this, uh, is this an example of what you've been trying to put an end to? This is exactly what I've been uh, dealing with, and and I'm especially interested in this story. This this story was broken by CNN, not not by uh, Fox. Uh, I mean, it was uh, this is legitimate mainstream, uh, you know, big story, and it is something that I'm studying. I'm studying, you know, what the what the effect is, what the power is of uh, of basically not just censoring material, but specifically of suppressing content on YouTube. Uh, and it turns out that's a very big deal. Uh, and people, of course, are unaware when it's occurring because you don't know what you don't know, right? So right. If, if, if content is suppressed and it's suppressed in a particular direction, um, that can have a tremendous impact on people's thinking and beliefs and attitudes, and yes, on their votes too. That's that's something I study in my research. Been doing that for almost seven years. You know, that's what I, for people who haven't didn't hear you the first uh, two times you were on the show here. Uh, can you just kind of give us a summary of of what it was that you uh, found out about the 2016 election, as it pertains to uh, what Google was doing and what might happen in 2020. In both the 2016 and 2018 elections, I said I'm sorry, 2018 is what, or 2016 is what I meant. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
in both the 2016 and 2018 elections, yeah. uh, I set up monitoring projects to see whether there was any political bias uh, in the search results of Google, Bing, and Yahoo, those search engines. Uh, I found substantial political bias in both elections, uh, and it was uh, liberal bias, and I lean in that direction, so you know that part of me is happy with that. Um, but the problem is the bias was so substantial that in 2016, that could easily have shifted between 2.6 and 10.4 million votes to Hillary Clinton, whom I supported, uh, with, with no one knowing that, that this was occurring. This, this bias occurred only on Google, not on Bing or Yahoo in 2016. Um, and, it, and it could have shifted a lot of votes to Hillary Clinton in 2016. In 2018, uh, the bias again appeared on Google, not on Bing or Yahoo, and could have shifted upwards of 78.2 million votes to Democrats. Now that would have been spread across hundreds of elections. But still, uh, these are powerful, powerful effects. If there is bias in online content, number one, people can't see it. Number two, it has a tremendous impact on opinions and votes. Number three, it doesn't leave a paper trail for authorities to trace. You can't go back in time and figure out you know, what people were showing people on uh, what these companies were showing people on YouTube or what search results they were showing people or news feeds. It's all uh, disappears, and again, there's no paper trail. So, can you give me an example? Um, I mean, I'm just let's say I'm just a guy uh, six months from now, and I'm I don't know. I'm googling around. I'm on my I'm on my phone or on my iPad, and I'm reading news, and I'm I'm looking at things that are going on in the election, and I'm on Google. And how does Google uh, just by my deciding to browse uh, or search? How does Google change my vote or influence my vote? Well, first of all, if you have very strong political opinions, and I, I suspect you do, and I think some of your listeners do, uh, then they can't have much impact on you. So you probably think nothing's going on. And you know what? You're wrong. <laughs> because they know who you are. They know who's undecided. They know who's persuadable. And that's where they have their impact, because... Uh, if, if they see you as someone who's persuadable, you, they're going to show you content uh, that pushes your opinion, that pushes your thinking uh, in a particular direction. And we know this now from uh, leaks and whistleblowers from the company itself. I mean, they're determined to do this. They're going to make sure that Trump does not win re-election, and they're going to make sure that uh, Democrats take over both house, uh, houses of Congress, not just the House of Representatives. So we know this from leaks. Uh, we know this from my research. We know this from whistleblowers. Um, they, for again, for people who are undecided, they're going to suppress content. They're going to boost content that they like. Uh, they're going to show uh, uh, search results that are biased, and you can't see the bias in search results. We know that from my research. And on YouTube, they're going to show you videos. Uh, that shift your opinion in a particular direction. And then, of course, they suggest another video, and then they suggest another and another, and they can easily take you down a rabbit hole uh, to shift opinions with you having no idea, no idea that you're being manipulated. That's pretty uh, scary and pretty nefarious, isn't it? It's uh, it's extremely frightening. I've been studying this stuff for a long time now, and you know, the more I learn about it, I'm not kidding. By the way, the more I learn about it, uh, the more uh, concerned I've I've become because it's affecting you know not just us in the U.S. It's affecting two and a half billion people around the world, and it's affecting our kids even more than it's affecting adults. And uh, there are no regulations, no protections. Uh, you know, it's it, and they buy a lot of members of Congress, frankly. And uh, although I lean left, uh, the, the fact is that when the Democrats sweep next year, uh, which it, it, believe me, if I have no monitoring system in place, uh, these nothing will stop these companies. If I if I'm able to set up a big monitoring system next year, then I might be able to to, to stop them. And if this, but, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. 
And by the way, if people, if people want to support my research or learn more about it, they can go to mygoogleresearch.com. That's mygoogleresearch.com. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, if, if this were... Uh, if this were propaganda being spread, uh, and this w- was wartime, I mean, I'm thinking of, you know, someone like uh, Tokyo Rose or somebody, somebody would send a missile into the headquarters to put them out of business. <laughs> I mean, right. Right. But in this case, you see, again, they've bought, uh, you know, a lot of politicians, they've bought a lot of academics. Um, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, they, these are very smart people, and they're not putting themselves at risk. Um, now they are probably violating campaign uh, election uh, law because you could consider all this support giving, you know, to one party. You could consider it uh, in-kind uh, campaign contribution, mm-hmm. and, and so that's that's one way in which they're probably breaking the law. But again, um, you know, no one's uh, really going after them, and at this point, uh, as far as I can tell. Um, they they have free reign to do whatever they want in 2020. I'm sure right this minute they are they are shifting uh, voter registrations uh, without us being aware. In other words, they're they're pushing um, uh, more people on the left to register to vote than they're pushing people on the right. If they're pushing them at all, wow. and and of course we this is happening invisibly. And we're talking to Dr. Robert Epstein. He's a senior research psychologist at the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology. Um, and Dr. Epstein, uh, the reason I thought of you today is because of this uh, 300 plus Trump ads is the headline taken down by Google and YouTube. What do you know about this and what should we what should our reaction be to this? Well, again, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I think, you know, no matter what your politics, you should be horrified by this report. This is a a new report by CNN, so this is mainstream media reporting this, so think about how important that is. And mainstream media is telling us that there's evidence uh, that that YouTube, which is part of Google, has been taking down pro-Trump ads. Uh, You know, that's, uh, that's... that's a serious kind of thing because, you know, we can't see when that kind of thing is happening. That's the problem with, with censorship is you can't see it. And if you can't see it, you don't know you're being influenced. Uh, and by the way, if, if CNN, you know, found evidence of 300 pro-Trump ads being taken down, what, what is the real number? Oh, and yeah. what else has been taken down? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Well, um, in an interview on 60 Minutes I have here in front of me, uh, YouTube's CEO, I, I don't, I'm not sure about the pronunciation of her name, Susan Wasicki, I'm going to call it, um, uh, she was asked, have you taken down any of President Trump's ads at all by Leslie Stahl? Her response was, there are ads of President Trump that were not approved to run on Google or YouTube. When pressed for an example, Wojcicki added, well, they're available in our transparency report. So 60 Minutes says here uh, that they reviewed the archive, and we found that over 300 video ads were taken down by Google and YouTube, mostly over the summer for violating company policy, but the archive doesn't detail what policy was violated. So they just took well, them down. Well, they never tell you. That's the problem. They never tell you. And you have, and you have no recourse. They never tell you why they take things down. And by the way, if you look carefully uh, at that statement by the, from the head of YouTube, um, you'll find that what she's really saying is not just that we've taken things down, but that we've literally not shown certain videos. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, that's different than taking them down. That means they were never there to begin with. It means they were submitted, and then someone at Google or an algorithm at Google said, we're not running this, and no one ever saw those ads at all. That's, that is the frightening part. See, that's the problem with censorship. You don't know what you don't know, and that's an incredible uh, power to influence people, again, with them having no idea that they're being influenced. Now, it, again... This this was a, a, a small discovery involving just 300 ads. The fact is, we know from a leak video that uh, that leaked out of uh, out of Google just a few months ago that the that same woman 
head of YouTube actually was giving a speech to the other people at Google, and she's talking about altering their their algorithm on YouTube to boost material they think in general is authoritative and to demote or eliminate material they think is not. Well, here's, and now we're talking about hundreds of thousands, millions of videos that are being manipulated in ways we can't see. Well, here's what she said, the CEO said. This is a quote. Our, our systems, our, our, our algorithms, they don't have any concept of understanding what's a Democrat, what's a Republican. They don't have any uh, concept of political bias built into them in any way. And we do hear this criticism from all sides. Uh, I'm, t I'm telling you, there's a, a leaked video from Google in which she's talking quite clearly about boosting content they think is authoritative and demoting or eliminating content they think is not authoritative. So they, they're building into their algorithms a clear sense of what they think is good and bad. And, you know, uh, again, I lean left, but the fact is there's very strong political bias at that company. Every algorithm they write has political bias built in. Uh, and uh, leaks and whistleblowers from Google have come forward now and said that this is occurring, that there is very strong bias, that it's in, built into the algorithms. And the head of, and the head of uh, YouTube herself uh, uh, described how the process works and how they build the algorithm specifically. Uh, to boost uh, some content and demote other content according to what they think is, uh, you know, is uh, legitimate and authoritative. So, of course, this is happening. It's happening on a massive scale. It doesn't involve just, you know, 300 Trump ads. It involves probably hundreds of thousands or millions of videos being shown on YouTube, which, again, is part of Google. And this is happening with search results, with search suggestions, with answer boxes, news feeds, you know, everything they're showing us now is strongly tilted, as my own uh, research has, has confirmed beyond any doubt. So you testified in front of Congress about all this. Um, how do you fix it? Um, what's, what's the, I mean, the, if you are benefiting from it and you're on the left and you're a Democrat, you don't, you're not that excited about fixing it. Right, right. So, um, look, I have colleagues, friends, relatives who are very angry with me, you know, for, for going public with my uh, research findings. Uh, you know, I, and I, I understand that, but, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm much more concerned about democracy, the health of democracy, the free and fair election, uh, you know, than I am about any particular party. And I think we all need to put, you know, the country first, and democracy first, because uh, if we don't, then democracy just has become an illusion. Uh, it, it, the system is no longer uh, free and fair. It means that there there's some private tech companies that are literally running our country, maybe running the world, without us having the slightest idea that this is occurring. I have right in front of me a quote uh, up on, uh, attached to my uh, computer monitor. That, that it's from the 1950s, and it's from a British economist, and he said, a world of unseen dictatorship is conceivable still using the forms of democratic government. A world of unseen yep. dictatorship is conceivable still using the forms of democratic government. That's, in my opinion, what we have now. We have a world of unseen dictatorship. President Eisenhower, 1961, in his famous speech on the military-industrial com uh, 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 military complex, he actually warned about the rise of a technological elite that could take over the country without us knowing this has occurred. 1961. Wow. And Eisenhower it, warned about that. That's where we are now. Well, I'm out of time, out of time, uh, Doctor Epstein. Um, I, can you, in ten seconds, well, is there is there a cure? Is there a fix? Well, yes, there is, and I did. I did explain this to Congress. Uh, we could make uh, Google's uh, index their database into a public commons. Uh, that would be a cure. There's some other ways, you know, other things that can be done too. So, yeah, people are working on that, but it's it's going to be tough. They're they're tough to fight. Great to have you on, Doctor Epstein. I really appreciate it. We'll have you on again, and we were one of the first people to have you on, I think, a long time ago. So that's I, right. I appreciate you coming on with us. Thank you. Thanks, John. Okay, Thanks. we'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. California Senator Kamala Harris is ending her bid for the Democratic nomination for president. Senator Kamala Harris is ending her bid less than a year after announcing her candidacy to great fanfare. And I believe it will be a winning fight. But Harris now tells supporters the campaign simply doesn't have the financial resources. After an impressive early fundraising haul, Harris was unable to draw the dollars showered on rivals like Elizabeth Warren and her focus on pocketbook issues never caught on with voters. Sagar Magani, Washington. The Democratic report on impeachment is out from the House Intelligence Committee saying President Trump misused the power of his office and obstructed Congress. The panel will vote this evening to send the report to the Judiciary Committee. On Wall Street, a down day as the Dow dropped 280 points. The Nasdaq plunged 47. The S&P lower by 20. This is SRN News. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is... I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code HALFOFF. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code HALFOFF. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer Pittsburgh skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. AM 1250, the answer. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy and Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy and Hagerman, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Whether you're a candidate looking to advance your career or a company looking to advance your business, Advanced Sourcing Concepts is your bridge to success. Advanced Sourcing Concepts matches highly qualified workers with highly reputable companies. Advanced Sourcing Concepts brings a high-touch approach to human resources. As a candidate, your personal recruiter works with you to find opportunities that best fit your goals. For employers, they're your private talent scout, letting you focus on business while they find the first draft picks to deepen your bench. A certified woman-owned company, Advanced Sourcing Concepts has built a strong reputation for providing top-quality talent for direct hire, contract-to-hire, and project-based positions here at home and across the nation and are recognized by Recruit Military as a veteran hiring leader. Visit ASCPeople.com for active job posting. Then call 412-415-5090 and cross your bridge to success. 412-415-5090 at ASCPeople.com. Needles and shots are one of the biggest fears in dentistry. In most cases, we have been able to completely eliminate that discomfort. Stock Family Dentistry on Perry Highway in Wexford is where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. The wand is pretty magical. The way that it can deliver the anesthetic without any sort of a pinch. Most patients don't even realize that I'm giving an injection. I've had a few patients say, well, when are you going to give me the shot? And I've already done it. Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Watch out for delays now on 79. North Ave from the Parkway North up to 910. Parkway North, nothing too unusual. See a little delay as you approach 79. On the Parkway East, that's stacking up outbound with backups from Boulevard of the Allies, Edgewood, Swiss Vale. Pretty typical volume inbound. Parkway West is heavy on the inbound side. Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Tonight, mainly cloudy skies with a couple of flurries and a low of 31. Tomorrow, rather cloudy and breezy with snow showers, accumulating coating to an inch with a high of 38. Tomorrow night, breezy with more snow showers, accumulating coating to an inch, rather cloudy with a low of 29. Thursday, periods of sunshine and clouds with a high of 40. And Friday, mainly cloudy skies with a high of 39. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, a few months ago, the New York Times came out with the 1619 Project. It's a huge and ongoing project that uh, is meant, I guess, to convince Americans that America owes its existence to the arrival of slaves back in 1619. If that's not ridiculous, ridiculous enough for you, it's not about just doing what most normal people do and ignoring the New York Times. Part of the project is to have it introduced and used in high school history lessons. The New York Times didn't consult Gordon Wood, who's one of the foremost authorities on the American Revolution. He's also Professor Emeritus at Brown University and author of several books about the, on the subject of the Revolution. He joins us now. Gordon, thanks for being here. My pleasure. So, uh, as someone who spent a lot of time and effort, obviously, on the subject uh, of America's founding, what was your reaction when the New York Times came out with the 1619 Project and got a lot of publicity for it, by the way? Well, like many other historians uh, who work on American history, early American history, I was surprised. Um, I had no idea of what the Times was up to. I think what was most alarming is that the this uh, project, which I think is distorted, has distorted our history, uh, has the backing or the authority of the New York Times behind it. Yeah, and um, did the writers of this project have to go through a lot of contortions to make it fit their theory that slavery and racism are the foundation of the country? No, I think it's part of a zeitgeist of our time. Uh, there's a feeling of... Uh, in the part of, of many black uh, people, I, I think, and many others as well, that justice more, is more important than, than, than truth. And I think that's what lies behind this project and many other things that are happening in our culture, as you perhaps know. Um, so I, I, I think there's just strong emotions behind all of this, and uh, I, I'm not sure that uh, it's, it's very hard to resist because uh, justice seems more powerful than, than truth. You know, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, could you expound on that a little bit? Justice more important well, than truth? Well, I think there's a feeling on the part of, of many uh, black Americans, and, and I think many whites as well, that feel guilty over how, uh, how slavery existed for so long in our history, right up until the Civil War. And then, of course, there was segregation and racial in, uh, segregation until uh, really just 50 years ago. So I, I think there's a strong, there's a strong feelings of anger and and resentment at our whole history that comes out in this project. This is one evidence of it, but I think it exists elsewhere in the in the culture. So, so I think that's that's what we're dealing with. So it's a concerted effort to justify what some people may have uh, some some negative feelings that uh, many people may have about the United States and that the the Declaration of Independence is a fraud? That's right. That's the gist of what they're, what they're saying, but I think it's a terrible mistake because the Declaration, which says all men are created equal, is the source of all the reforms and all the uh, the good things that have happened in American life. And to denigrate the Declaration is to is to miss the um, the whole meaning of of American history and and uh, and the the success that we've had, uh, however flawed it's been, uh, and it's a mixed uh, story, obviously, but it's it's been a great saga, and and I think equality is is the driving force of of American life. And you've said, I believe, that the Declaration of Independence is the most important document. Uh, the country's most important document, more so than the Constitution. Oh yes, I think that that uh, Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, recognized that. He said, "All honor to Jefferson," and he meant what he meant by by that was Jefferson's writing phrase: "All men are created equal." Uh, that's what lies behind all of our interest in in education. We we just we we reject the notion you're born unequal. We we believe in nurture, not nature. And that is, I think, the secret of American success. 
So what were the attitudes about slavery when, when Thomas Jefferson was writing the Declaration of Independence? Uh, among the, well, everybody, I, you know, just the general attitude. Well, obviously, slavery had existed for thousands of years, going back to the ancient Greeks. And, and it's the American Revolution that makes it a problem. And you have the first anti-slave movement uh, in, in the world coming out of the northern states, starting in 1776. This is missed by the uh, project, uh, 1619 project, uh, that, that the northern states are the ones who take the lead in, abolish, in abolishing slavery, and slavery was legally abolished in all the northern states by 1804. Now, the South is thrown on the defensive. The South have, has overwhelming number of slaves. In some cases, in South Carolina, 60% of the population is, is enslaved. So it's a much more difficult thing, and they're thrown on the defensive for the first time. They've taken slavery for granted. Everyone had for, for centuries. And now all of a sudden they have to defend it. Uh, and I think that's what, um, that's, that's what, of course, lies behind the Civil War. Yeah, and the 1619 uh, Project actually says that the revolution was all about protecting slavery. Is there any evidence of that? Well, there is, you can have uh, Dun Lord Dunmore, who was the governor, the royal governor of Virginia, in 1775 offers freedom to any slave who would break away from his master. And, of course, uh, many uh, any planter who was hesitant about joining the Patriot cause uh, suddenly found uh, a reason to join the Patriot cause. But that's hardly uh, a source for a revolution. And and the notion that slavery was, was to be protected by the revolution, that this that the whole revolution was all about continuing slavery, is, is to uh, collapse the revolution into the Civil War, because that's exactly why the South seceded, to protect slavery. The American Revolution uh, did not occur to protect slavery. We're talking to uh, Gordon Wood. He is the author of uh, a Pulitzer Prize-winning book, The Radicalism of the American Revolution. Also, uh, Empire of Liberty, A History of the Early Republic, 1789 to 1815. And he's Professor Emeritus at Brown University. This is an interesting subject to me because um, of, of what I just I, I just wonder. I, I, I spent a lot of time on this show uh, talking about what's happening in the schools and what's being taught and what's not being taught. And the fact that this 1619 project um, is going to be possibly widespread, uh, used uh, in a lot of high schools uh, in their history departments. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's important that Americans know that we had slavery and it was part of our history. But I think uh, this project distorts our history, perverts it, and I think the backlash ultimately will hurt the the, uh, the education of kids, they won't get an, an accurate picture of, of America's past. And I think that's unfortunate. Uh, our past is, is complicated, and it certainly should not uh, hide the fact that we had slavery until the Revolution. But to turn the Revolution and all of its meaning into some kind of defense of, of slavery is, I think, such a gross perversion uh, that I, I found it almost unbelievable. Well, but and and does the 1619 project um, is is the goal of it to change the entire view of when, why, and what was the what the country was founded upon? I mean, it, yes, it was founded think, basically on idea, slavery. Right. Yeah. I, I think the idea is to to make sure that everyone knows that we are a racist society and uh, that we're a, a society that that, that has endorsed slavery for a good part of its history. I think it's a, a mistaken notion of what's needed uh, for our uh, understanding, our, our sanity in, in, these, uh, in these times. But it's the strangest thing. I mean, it's, it's part of the larger project to somehow denigrate the United States. There's a recent book that just came out, was reviewed in the New York Times yesterday, called uh, to begin the world over again, how the American Revolution devastated the globe. I mean, it's, it's, uh, the fact that the New York Times would review the book is amazing because it's an absurd argument that somehow everybody in the world was hurt by the American Revolution, except the British. This, this person argued that, <laughs> that Great Britain came out of the Revolution successfully, but every other nation uh, around the world was hurt by the American Revolution. This is the kind of argument we're getting so it's part of a larger 
project, uh, this 1619 project, is part of a larger endeavor to somehow denigrate our past, to rip off some kind of patriotic coverings they think exist and, and expose us for being racist and oppressive, uh, tyrannical people. Uh, it's it's the strangest thing you could imagine that's going on in in, uh, in history writing. And, and to what end do you suppose? I, it's not quite clear to me what purpose. I think the idea is that we once we clear the decks and uh, absolve ourselves of all of our sins, then maybe we can be a better people. I, I suppose it's something like that. But it is the strangest kind of process that we're going through right now. But you also you also point out that uh, as opposed to the book you just spoke about there, that it was the American Revolution that was the beginning of the end of slavery in most of the world because of what happened That's right. here. We had the first revolution. The first anti-slave movements begin in 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 the American Revolution with the northern states. There's no slavery exists everywhere in the world, uh, especially in South America and Brazil and in Africa and in Middle East. Uh, and it's the Americans who take the first stand against it. Uh, so that that's what's missed by this project. Uh, she has no way of explaining John Adams, for example, who was the leading proponent of independence in the Continental Congress. And Adams, of course, had no slaves and hated slavery. How you can turn him into some defender of slavery is beyond uh, my, my, my understanding. Yeah, and... Um what does the uh, the sixteen nineteen project get wrong about Thomas Jefferson? Well, they they turn him into a complete racist. Uh, he 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 actually was quite courageous early in his life. He he's a Virginian. He's a slaveholder, and of course, he's living in a society of slaveholders. But he comes out against slavery in the seventeen sixties, and he asks he asks his colleagues in the House of Burgesses to to move against the institution. Now they don't do that. They don't follow what he wanted. But for him to take that stand took a certain amount of courage. And of course, then he writes the Declaration, and where he says all men are created equal. Uh, now he didn't believe all men were created equal because he he exempts blacks. So, but that doesn't take away from the fact that the phrase transcends the writer of it. He's expressing an Enlightenment view that's widely shared across the uh, enlightened part of the greater Atlantic world. And that phrase becomes the most important phrase in American history. And it transcends the, the human limitations of Jefferson himself, who's a very complicated figure, and, and not to somehow use him to denigrate the phrase that, that, that he uttered is, I think, a gross uh, distortion of, of how things uh, how things operate. Are you in the minority among historians when it comes to this uh, 1619 project and, and your resistance well, I, to it? I don't think so. I think there's a number of historians, uh, but maybe uh, it's the older historians. I don't know. I, I will be interested to see. I think some of, the, some of us are trying to get a, together a group uh, to write to the New York Times and ask them to explain to us how they reach these conclusions. But I don't know whether I'm a minority or not. I'm hoping not. But um, it may be that um, there, there are younger historians who share these views, although I don't think any of the people participating in that particular Sunday New York Times magazine is a, a recognized scholar with any credentials whatsoever. Yeah, and so what, what does the willingness to accept it um, say about America? There are so many people willing to quickly accept it without questioning it. I'm talking about the, yeah. the project's premise. Yeah, I think it's part of the feelings that we have now that we, uh, we've had a distorted history. We have a race problem, and uh, people are trying to explain that race problem. And, and uh, of course, slavery is involved in that, but to somehow bring the whole country down... Uh, is to miss what what went went on in our history. We fought a civil war. Uh, hundreds of thousands of northern boys were killed to to free slaves. So to somehow turn our history into a gross uh, tale of oppression, a tale of woe, I think is a is a mistake. But that's what's happening, and uh, we'll have to let it play out. But it's being fed, I think, by 
tremendous feelings of, of guilt and uh, the awareness that, that uh, the race problem is a very serious one. Although we elected Obama uh, president, and certainly lots of whites voted for him, uh, there's still a feeling that somehow whites haven't uh, gotten over their privilege, and, and that's the kind of line you're getting in the academy. Uh, I don't think most Americans accept that, but uh, that that's maybe confined to... Uh, to uh, intellectuals, they are the only ones who could be so think so foolishly about things. Well, I hope it doesn't get too much play in the public schools, but uh, I have a feeling it might. Uh, Gordon Wood, I I thank uh, thank you for being on and clearing this well, up. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you very much. That's Gordon Wood, professor emeritus at Brown University, and we will be right back. Confusing, tedious, worse than a math test. That's how most Americans describe shopping for health insurance. Yep, open enrollment is here again. You have until December 15th to choose something very expensive that you hope to never use. And if that makes you want to stick a red-hot poker in your eye, call Marley Financial. Marley has every plan available in the tri-state, but they also offer some of the most innovative solutions to tackle the high cost of health care. Heard of first-dollar benefits, the most expensive part of a health plan? They're great if you visit the doctor a lot or take medications, but if you're healthy, why pay it? A catastrophic plan through Marley may be all you need. Or how about a high-deductible plan you can pair with a supercharged HSA? Not all plans qualify, but Marley's do, offering double benefits to cut your out-of-pocket costs in half. Call Marley Financial today at at 724-884-1496 for a custom-designed health plan with the coverage you need at a price that's right for you. 724-884-1496 or at MarleyFG.com. We're living in a very successful, affluent society for many people. Yet, it's also true that there are people that are being left out of that. And how do we reach those people? Joel Gilliam, Executive Director at Light of Life Rescue Mission on Pittsburgh's North Side. So part of what Light of Life does is that we help them in our education and employment program to connect with workforce development, to look at the skill gap that exists. And so we're partnering with places like the community college. We're taking our clients, once they are clean and they're ready to move on, now they can actually get credentialed in an area where they can be hired to work with uh, UPMC or Google or or Amazon or these other places. And so it provides an on-ramp for those who are left out to get back involved in society. Help someone else find their comeback story. To become a monthly partner or make a one-time gift, visit lightoflife.org slash give today. lightoflife.org slash give. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Not only do we have great grills, but also the best hot patio heaters. We are the nationwide distributor for Bromic Radiant Patio Heaters, the very best patio heater that you can get. The Bromic heaters use the same radiant burner technology as our Solaire Infrared Grills, so they heat up fast and keep you warm so you can enjoy your backyard grill and outdoor living spaces into the night and all year round. Bromic heaters have stylish contemporary designs that fit perfectly in backyard and restaurant patios. We have gas and electric models to suit most installation needs and a portable gas heater that directs the heat where you want it, not the bushes and walls like the mushroom heaters. For top quality performance and aesthetics, you want Bromic Radiant Patio Heaters and Solaire Infrared Grills. Learn about these amazing grills and heaters at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. G'day. I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. If you have a rodent or pest problem at your home or business, don't spray harmful toxic chemicals. Use Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic pest control device that uses your wiring to get rid of pests fast. Just plug it in. One customer had a warehouse with a rat problem. He was catching over 20 rats a day. He called pest controllers, but nothing solved the problem. Then I came along. My plug-in pest-free commercial system got rid of the rats, and since then he's seen maybe three in the last 12 months. Plug-in pest-free is not a sonic device. It's chemical-free and gets rid of pests safely and effectively for years. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a two-year warranty. Now that's fair income. Order today and get 20% off at gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget with Plug-In Pest Free. 
This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, I've got a couple of minutes left here. I uh, I, I was talk, thinking about um, doing a couple of minutes on the terrible tragedy of Kamala Harris dropping out of the presidential race, but I'll leave that for uh, sometime after the 12th of never, so I get a chance to do that. But uh, I wanted to uh, revisit this college hunger hoax because I think it's really funny. Uh, uh, in case you missed it at the beginning of the show, uh, I started with re- by reading... Um, Uh, Bernie Sanders tweet. This is just hilarious. Nearly half our college students are going hungry. It's not true. It's just not true. It's not true. It cannot be. It's not true. They are not going hungry. But that's in the tweet. The top 25 hedge fund managers, he always gets around to the hedge funds. The top 25 hedge fund managers on average get $850 million a year each. That's good for them. Wall Street's greed wrecked the hopes and futures of an entire generation, so we will tax Wall Street to cancel all student debt and offer college for all. So I saw the story, um, uh, where did I see this? At the Daily Caller, I guess. The college hunger hoax, move over freshman 15, progressives now claim college students go hungry at rates way higher than everyone else. Now, I mean, I was in college a long, long time ago, but... I talked to Erin, who's our producer, and she's only about 10 years removed from college, and she said the same thing. You ate what you ate. You, I mean, who, who thinks that, seriously, this guy's running for president of the United States. He claims to be an intelligent person, and he puts on, he tells his millions of followers, I guess he has millions, nearly half our college students are going hungry. Now, what that means is, if you went out to Oakland right now and walked around the Pitt campus, I guess you'd see students digging in dumpsters looking for food because they're hungry. Or they are they begging for food in the street? Are they act, what does going hungry mean? I, I was hungry a lot in college, uh, and there were times when I didn't have as much money as I wanted to have, and you know I had to eat a. Uh, a rotten sandwich or something out of the refrigerator that should have been thrown away, but it's part of being in college. Really. I want you to go out and go to your favorite college campus and just go up to every kid and ask them if he or she is hungry. You know? And I I, I think they're going to say no. What a stupid, stupid thing to say. And this guy is actually going to get people to vote for him for President of the United States. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.